Thank you, Heavenly Father, because you have gone ahead of us. Thank you. Thank you for your mighty presence in this place. Lord, I ask, O oh God, that it shall be sustained. Lord, you will visit us today by your Spirit. You bring revival in our lives and prepare us, Heavenly Father, a people that do your will. In the name of Jesus Christ. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Hallelujah. How many of us believe we have gathered here to, to be blessed of God? You believe we have gathered to be blessed? Raise up your hands. Amen. How many of us believe we have just come for Sunday service? And in the next one or two hours, we'll close and go home. That's why you're here, Sunday service. Raise up your hands. Amen. While the word of prophecy was going on, I heard in my spirit that the reason why a lot of us are not experiencing the fullness of God in our life is because we are too educated for the Holy Spirit. For why the, the word was saying submit, submit, submit. He said some people are not submitting because they are too educated. And he said education is in the realm of the soul. He said I don't deal with the realm of the mind. I deal with your spirit. Amen. And that is why if you read the scriptures, you will discover that the disciples of Jesus, they were mixed. They had people who didn't go to school at all. Amen. He called them. They had people that went to school. Educated people. He also called them. But he did one thing. Come on with them. He filled them with the Holy Spirit. And made them to become instruments in his hand. So that you and me will hear the gospel today. Hallelujah. So for adventure, you are one of those who is too educated for the Holy Spirit. It means what we are doing today is really not for you. Because um, what usually happens with educated people is that why the, why the teaching or the worship goes on, they rationalize what we are doing. They rationalize it. And they, as you are doing that, you are dwelling at the realm of the soul. Proverbs chapter 20, verse 27. It said this, The spirit of man is the candle of the Lord. So, the candle that God works with is your spirit. And if God wants to put oil, you remember the candle or the lamp, you have to put oil for it to do what? To burn. Is it not true? You have to put oil. So if God wants to put oil, he comes down and locates the spirit. And that is where he will pour the oil. So allow your spirit to break through the realm of the soul. Yes, you might be here, you are a professor. But you are not professing for God. God is God. He is almighty. If you are a professor, then go to heaven and sit on the throne. Let's see. You are an engineer. Yes, thank God for it. But the word of promise said, it said what? Submit. We are considering today the role, the place of the Holy Spirit in preparation. And you know, this year, God is sounding a warning to us. Prepare to meet your God. And one of the ways that we can remain prepared is when we have a close walk with the Holy Spirit. Unfortunately today, if, if, if you come in the midst of Christians, so many 
people are comfortable with the level of born again. So many Christians even say that there is nothing like the Holy Spirit. Am I hearing you say to yourself that there is no Holy Spirit? Just because you are not seeing him does not mean he is not there. And because you are not seeing him does not also mean he doesn't want to fill you and walk with you. But you need to open your eyes. Amen. I watched a video clip on social media. One young man just came out and said, all of you that said there is God. He said there is no God. He said there is no God. You said, you said there is God. The little boy said, yes. Where is he? The boy said he's in heaven. He asked the sister. Now I say he's in heaven. And he said, okay, come, let's go outside. Let's look up. And they looked up. They looked up. He said, are you seeing him? He said, no. What are you seeing? He said, I'm seeing the skies. They asked Jordan, what are you seeing? I just see the cloud. He said, see, there is no God. The little boy said, okay, come. Bend down. He now bent down. He asked the sister, what are you seeing here? He said, I see hair. He brushed the hair again. What are you seeing? I see hair. Are you seeing brain? He said, no. So, our brother have no brain. So just because you have not experienced him, you know, the devil said, don't mind them. They are just helping you. Relax. Be comfortable. You are a Christian. But that's not the scripture. The Bible says in Ephesians chapter 6 from verse 10, put on the whole. Let us look at Ephesians chapter 6 from verse 10. I want to read from this Amplified Bible. Amen. Ephesians chapter 6. In conclusion, be strong in the Lord. Be empowered through your union with Him. Where do you unite with God? Where? Where? Shout it. Where? In your spirit. In your spirit. Your union with God is in your spirit. And let's see, let's see how God does that. Draw your strength from Him. That strength which his boundless might provides. Where do we and how do we assess the boundless might of God? How? How? Through his Holy Spirit. Draw your strength. You have been united with his spirit. Now, draw your strength. What it means is that you can get weak. If God says, if the word of God says, draw your strength, what it means from time to time, you can do what? You can run out of strength. You can run out of strength. No matter how low that you think you are, you can run out of strength. You can do you know why? Because we are not seeing him. We are still here. That is the reason why the Bible says, draw your what? Your strength. But unfortunately, a lot of us are comfortable. Remember, the Bible says, in the last days, perilous times shall do what? Come. What it means? Difficult times. Times that will shake your face. Times that will make you wonder, is there God? 
If there is God, why are things happening to me this way? Such times are here. Amen? Such times are what? Here. Brothers and sisters, you cannot wish it away. We can't wish the hard times away. But what we can do is to unite with His Spirit and draw our strength from Him. So many have been baptized in the Holy Ghost and they dumped Him somewhere. After service, they just dumped the Holy Spirit. And they go home and they live their lives. I'm making heaven. Now, every child of God who is not looking forward runs the risk of going backwards. That is, the devil tells you, say, relax, you are not born again. If Jesus comes now, you go to heaven. So don't bother, don't get too serious. Don't mind that thing that pastor is saying. Now, if you hear such voice, I believe that voice has spoken to you. If you have ever heard such voice, raise up your hands. If you have ever heard, me have heard before. If you have heard, raise up your hands. Thank God for all of you. God bless you, Barista. You have heard it. All of you are religious people. You have not heard. That means you are not really walking. Because if you are walking, you will experience what I'm talking about. Sometimes the devil will come to you and say, Relax. Do you know that there are Christians who really don't believe that Jesus will come back. Do you know that? In this church, after the second sermon that was preached here this new year, we, I heard some people's hearts no longer really, really believe this. This thing, is it really this way? And do you know, I have also heard that some highly placed religious men have said that they have theologized the second coming. They say he is not really coming again. And people are believing it. What happens? Because they are not drawing strength from where? From the Spirit of God. Because if you are, you will constantly be reminded of the apostles' teaching and doctrines. Amen. So, that is the reason why God has designed today. Today's fellowship is not for those people who have not received. No. If you say it's for those people who have not received the Holy Spirit, it means you are one of the religious people. It's for all of us. The song we sang said, we are in your presence. Let it rain. And God said, I am here. Open your floodgates, what? In abundance. Let it rain upon us. Praise the Lord. May that be our portion in the name of Jesus. John chapter 16. From verse 1. I have told you, I'm reading for New Living Translation. I have told you this thing so that you won't fall away. Did you see that? God is allowing this word to come so that you do not, you will not fall away. He said, for you will be expelled from the synagogue, from the churches, you will suffer persecution for preaching the truth. And the time is coming when those who kill you will think they are doing God a service. Mark that one, verse 2. Are Christians being killed today? In the name of who are they killing them? In the name of who? In the name of God. And that is why they have all boldness to kill. Because they feel God has sent them to kill any unbeliever. Jesus said it. It had been fulfilled and it is still being fulfilled today. Yes! The minds of so many are cold. Surprisingly. So many, especially the Christians in the south. We are so cold. So docile. Why is it so? It is not our fault. The reason is because 
the union with the Holy Spirit is not there. That is the reason why you will sleep every day without praying for God's children in the north who are suffering persecution. That is why you will wake up in the morning all your prayer. God, give me this. Give me that. Give me this. The reason why, one of the reasons the Holy Spirit is given to us so that we will be able to pray. Amen. I watched a video in Men's Fellowship um, WhatsApp group. I think it's broken for that sent it. Very horrible. Very horrible. That night, oh my God. I, I don't know how I felt. I couldn't finish the video. Up to now, I have not finished it. I just watched a little and I closed it. I closed it. But why? Is it to entertain us? Is it Nigerian home video? No. It's so that you and me, we pray. But do you know the people that video those things are the people that are killing. I hope you know. They video it and release it in the social media. And they all of course circulate. Do you know what they want to achieve? They want you to feel subdued and defeated. They want you to become afraid. So they send it out. You receive it and watch. And you are afraid. And you go home and just say it doesn't, just, it's not happening. Brothers and sisters, it's happening. It's even happening. If, it, if Islam can penetrate the United States the way it has done. Yesterday I was watching the, the National Prayer Service of U.S., and they called for Islamic prayer. In United States, they called for Islamic pr- When they started the prayer, I don't know which group was that. I don't know whether it's Ekanka. I don't know whether it's uh, Guru, Guru Maharaj. But they were just speaking something. My children said, Daddy, which language is this? I said, I don't know. But they are calling for prayer. Amen. I knew that was not Catholic. And I knew that was not Anglican. So, it is here with us. Amen. But the only way, brothers and sisters, we can rise up is when we go in union with the Spirit. Go in union and draw our strength from the Spirit of God. Draw your strength from the Spirit of God. Jude, verse 26. Let's look at it. Jude. But you, beloved, build yourselves up, founded on your most holy faith. Make progress. Rise like an edifice, higher and higher. That is what it means is you don't stop rising. You keep growing. You keep growing. But how do you achieve that? Look at what it says. Praying in the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. King James Russell said, Building up your most holy faith. Praying in what? The Holy Spirit. Now, I want to ask you, if you are not filled with the Spirit, how can you pray in the Holy Spirit? You cannot. Your prayers will only end at the realm of knowledge. And knowledge is limited. What we can say and pray is limited. And it is limited to our asking and receiving. Are you hearing me? Praying in the Holy Ghost is very vital to any child of God in the last day. I am not saying coming to church to speak in tongues. No. At home, you that is baptized, at home, how many minutes do you spend and speak in other language? Brother Paul said to the church in Corinthians, he said to them, 
I speak in tongues more than you all. What it means is that for this man to say, come out in this church now and say, I speak in tongues more than all of you. You know what it means? That means, let's take that the highest person here speaks for one hour at home. He prays. Now, the issue is not the speaking in tongues, it's the praying. Praying in the Holy Ghost. Amen? Because it can be talking some things and you're not praying in the Holy Spirit. That's not what we're talking about. But praying in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit stimulates you in your spirit and you just stay and you begin to pray. Why you are praying, you may not know, but you know that your spirit is communicating. Apostle Paul said, I pray in the spirit more than all of you. No wonder this, the ministry of Paul was characterized by daily walkings with the Lord. Experiencing miracles. Experiencing fellowship. The Bible says when they were traveling to Rome and they were in danger to crash, the Spirit of the Lord ministered to him. He called the brethren and said, Brethren, I perceive that's a man who walks with the Spirit of God. He said, I perceive that this journey shall be with what? With perils. He, he perceives it. A man whose spirit is not built up cannot perceive. You can't perceive. Amen? It wasn't an open vision, but that was... He perceived something. Have you been in your house? And suddenly, you just perceived. You just perceived there's something, there's something wrong somewhere. And you just walk to the kitchen. And lo and behold, the gas is flaring. Have you, has it happened to you before? That is how the Holy Spirit... See, the Holy Spirit works with God's children through their spirit. And that is why it is important that your spirit remains sensitive. Amen. How many of us are ready to be filled today? Amen. You are ready to receive strength afresh. Raise up your hands and shout hallelujah. Amen. In John chapter 16 where we were reading, I want to continue. This, Jesus said, and this, and the time is coming when those who kill you will think they are doing God a service. This is because they have never known the Father or me. Yes, I'm telling you these things now so that when they happen, you will remember I warned you. Jesus is, is, is wonderful. He said, when they happen, you will remember. Unfortunately, so many Christians now, things are happening. The signs of the end time are happening. People don't remember. Amen? And the reason why they don't remember is that that union is not there. That union is not there. Amen? Praise the Lord. Verse 5. But now I am going away to the one who sent me. And none of you has asked me where I am going. He said, you are very sad. You see, they are very physical. The disciples were living in the realm of the physical. They were very happy that the master was around. That's a good thing. But the master was looking beyond the physical, the present. We are enjoying service. Our, the number of, of people that attend our service, we have increased. We have increased to 1,000. One five. That's the realm of the physical. But how many of those people know that the Lord is coming soon? That's the realm of the spiritual. And that was where Jesus was taking them to. He said, instead, you are very sad. You are sad for the things that are happening around you. It is good to be sad, but it is better to be sensitive in the spirit. It is actually best for you that I go away. Because if I don't go, 
The counselor won't come. If I do go away, he will come because I will send him to you. I want to read it in, in amplified version. Amplified John chapter 16 verse 7. However, I am telling you nothing but the truth. When I say it is profitable, good, expedient, advantageous for you that I go away. Because if I do not go away, the comforter, the counselor, the helper, the advocate, the intercessor, the strengthener. Did you, you remember where we read, we draw strength from him. He said, the strengthener, stand by, will not come to you. You will not come into close fellowship. He will not come into close fellowship with you. But if I go away, I will send him to you. To be in close fellowship with you. And when he comes, he will convict He will convict and convince the world and bring demonstration to it about sin and about righteousness. Uprightness of heart and right standing with God and about judgment. About sin because they do not believe in me. They don't trust in me. They don't rely on me and they don't adhere to me. About righteousness, uprightness of heart and right standing with God. Because I go to my father and you will see me no more. About judgment, because the ruler, the evil genius, the prince of this world, Satan, is judged and condemned and sentenced already. And condemned and sentenced already is passed upon him. I have still many things to say to you, but you are not able to bear them or to take them upon you or to grasp them now. But when he, when he, the spirit of truth, the truth-giving spirit comes, he will guide you into all the truth, the whole, the whole truth, full truth. For he will not speak his own message on his own authority, but he will tell whatever he hears from the Father. He will give the message that has been given to him. And he will announce and declare to you the things that are to come that will happen in the future. Did you see the Holy Spirit? This version amplified and expanded the role of the Holy Spirit in our lives as we prepare. He said, it is not profitable for you that I do not go away. Meaning, it is profitable for you that I do what? Go away. What it means is that the Holy Spirit, when he comes, he will profit us. He will do what? He profits us. When he comes, he profits us. I want to share the testimony of what the Holy Spirit did in the life of Brother Billy Akami. Sometime when they were on campus, they went out for a mission outreach, just like the way we do. Now, brothers and sisters, I want you to know that when we begin to pray, please do not place the Holy Spirit in a straight-jacketed form. Don't give him a tradition. Amen? Hey, well, so a lot of us do this. We give the Holy Spirit tradition. Allow him, we, allow him to walk the way he wants to walk with you. Amen? Don't expect that the Holy Spirit will do it in this way. Are you the Holy Spirit? Did he consult with you before coming? So Brother Bila Akane and his team, they went for that crusade, that outreach. And when they were there, brethren gathered and they began to pray. While they were praying and praying, the Holy Spirit came down and brethren began to pray in tongues. People began to pray in tongues and pray in tongues. And Brother Bila Kane, being one of the leaders of the fellowship, he thought the reason why we came for this outreach is so that we will go and preach. It is not for us to remain here and pray. We could have prayed on campus. And why he wanted to say, brethren, praise the Lord, praise the Lord. One sister, the Holy Ghost touched one sister. Brother Billy, amen. He said, brother Billy, 
allow me to finish dealing with my children. And why he thought maybe this thing may not be from God, another word came again. Bile, Bile, allow me to finish dealing with my children. And he said, this is God. He left them and they continued to pray. The prayer did not stop. They prayed eight hours, nine hours. Can you do that on human energy? That is the Holy Ghost. And that is where God wants to take us to. When we can abandon everything we have in his presence and seek his face. So while they were praying, the crusade for that day left. The next day, the prayer continued. Probably said, it's like uh, this thing now is getting too much. Let me go and, in short, let me go and arrange for both the organizer. A lot of us like to organize and organize until we organize the Holy Ghost away from our midst. He went to organize bus to come and carry the brethren. Let's go back to campus because some people have exam. <laughs> and where he went now and brought bus, by the time he landed there, the Holy Ghost struck him. Wow, he fell down. And when he fell down, he started crying. He didn't know what happened to him, but he was just crying and crying and crying in God's presence. And then brethren came around and somebody said, Ah, Brother Bide has been struck by the Holy Ghost. Let us pray for him. And they were praying. And while he was praying, the Spirit of God told him how he wants to interrupt his work. And he began to confess and say, Lord, have mercy. He prayed again for 18 hours. While he was there, some brethren who were praying somewhere, the same group of people, a woman lost his, her child. Amen. Pardon me if I don't get this testimony very accurate. But it happened to Brother Billy because I heard him say it. Amen. And this woman, they started crying. They were crying. It happened almost like what, what Jesus, what happened to the widow of Nain. Amen. And the woman was crying. My son, my son. My son, and these brethren who were praying, they just left and said, Madam, what is it evangelism have started doing? They came for a crusade, and now the Holy Ghost organized the crusade for them. He said, I lost my daughter. As they just prayed, the boy sneezed and came back to life. <laughs> crusade happened, the whole community. And they say, ah, brethren that came from campus, they have raised, and people began to gather. Who gathered them? Who did he use? The brethren who submitted themselves. God is calling for total submission. This year, if you must live a prepared life, be ready to allow the Lord to walk in you and through you. Only when, because if Brother Billy succeeded in stopping them, will it happen? That activity by Brother Billy was, it can be classified as activity of the mind, educated people. So these people have an exam now. They have an exam. They have an exam. Amen. And if the testimony has it that all those brethren who had the exam, the Holy Spirit took care of that exam. I don't know how it happened. Can't remember exactly, but the Holy Spirit took care of it. Amen. It is profitable to walk with the Lord. Praise the Lord. This morning, before we pray, those who have made up their mind you don't need to come out to be laid hands upon. If it is necessary, we will call you by the Spirit. And when you come, we know it is the Lord who is asking you to come out. Not us. Some people think that 
You know, these people, they have, they have laid hands, they have laid hands. Now, let me tell you something. The hands that are laid upon you, they are like an extension of the hands of divinity. Amen? So, break loose from the flesh and your soul and allow your spirit to touch God. Do you know, before you can be called out to be prayed for, you are already manifesting the touch of God. The Bible says, when Peter visited the house of, house of Cornelius, while he was still speaking, the Holy Spirit fell upon all those who heard. Who heard. Not those who were sleeping. Because some people are sleeping even now. The Holy Spirit is not coming for those who are sleeping. But those who heard. Amen. I want to quickly round up so that we go into ministration. Amen. So he said he is our advocate. In Romans, the Bible says we, we do not know how to pray for what we ought to pray for. He said, but the Holy Spirit who understands our infirmity, he helps us with what? Groanings which cannot be altered. Have you come to pray sometimes? You have burden, but you don't know why the burden is there. And you're just... You're, you're groaning. The words are not coming out, but you're groaning. And we, in five minutes, you start sweating. Amen? May the Lord take us higher in the name of Jesus. I want to quickly round off. Number two, and very important role of the Holy Spirit. I've talked about his intercessory role. Romans 8, verse 26, where he helps our infirmity. 1 Corinthians 14, verse 18, where Paul said he spoke in tongues more than then all. Jude, verse 20. We are scripture have told us to build up ourselves, build up your faith, so that you will not be among those who will doubt the coming back of the Lord. Amen. The Holy Spirit is our helper. We've talked about that. He strengthens us. But I want to quickly talk about this. You know, there are so many Christians who actually are struggling with a lot of things. Some of them are afflictions that have been put upon them, their bodies, not their spirit, their bodies by a devil. Why some are afflictions which they brought upon themselves because of ignorance. Some also are afflictions that came upon them because of sin. Now, the Holy Spirit, when He comes, He helps you to overcome those things. Because the Bible says He will guide you into all truth. He will open your eyes. He chooses how He wants to open your eyes. He can open it through a dream. He can open it through a vision. But He can teach you through studies of God's Word. He can teach you the origin of the problem. And there are some people who actually live in sin. They have prayed and prayed and prayed and they find themselves in it. Today, by the move of the Holy Spirit, that bondage shall be broken. You know why? The Bible says he is a purifier. He purifies when he comes like fire. A and M 2.3.9 Where are we? we the, the hymn for Salmon. Verse 3. Verse 3 says um let me read verse 3. Verse 3 says, Come as the fire. Today he's going to come as fire. And purge our hearts. He will purge your hearts. The, the, the sin that have weighed you down. He will come as fire. And he will burn it in the name of Jesus. There was a brother who was a leader of fellowship. He struggled. He, that brother was testifying how he struggled. In the fellowship. God was moving in the fellowship. But in his heart. 
God said this bro. Sometimes brethren are ministering. And you are lost in after them. In church. A leader of the fellowship. And when the Holy Spirit decided to deal with him. He began. He began by giving him burden. And gave another person burden. And gave different people burden about their leader. And then they began to pray. And they began to pray. That's a place where the spirit of God is moving. How many of us have received burden concerning the leaders in this place? How many? You have received burden. And you are preparing to meet God. Have you ever received burden? That is in know The spirit of God is telling you. Pray for my leader. Be it in the choir. Be it the pastors. Be it any leader. That is how the Spirit of God works in his family. He raised the burden. And the brethren, be, they started asking, bro, what is happening? I'm receiving strange burden. And so the brother said, even me, I'm feeling that burden. But I can't explain. They said, let us go and seek the face of God. So when they gathered together to seek God's face, the Lord came. And said, bro, it is you. God began to speak to him direct. You, 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 you are the one. When the sister is reading the Bible, you are lost in after her. And he began, he couldn't believe it that him, that God have used with results to show that he could be the one God is talking to like that. He began to cry. Say, Father, forgive me. The Lord will touch your hearts today. In the name of Jesus. And when God refined him, he became a new man. His ministry changed. Amen? Let's look at Matthew 3, 10 to 12, and then we're going to pray. And now, the earth of God's judgment is pressed, ready to severe the roots of the trees. Yes, every tree that does not produce good fruit will be chopped down and thrown into the fire. I baptize you with water, those who repent of their sins and turn to God. But someone is coming soon who is greater than I am. So much greater that I am not worthy even to be his slave and carry his sandal. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and with fire. He is ready to separate the chaff from the wheat with his willowing flock. Then he will clean up the threshing area, gathering the wheat into the bath. I'm burning the chaff with ever-ending fire. Amen. He said, I baptize you with water. But somebody who is greater than I, the one who is greater is here today. He said, he will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and with what? With fire. What will the fire do? Mommy, read it again. What will he do? To separate the chaff from the wheat. He will separate chaff from wheat, yes? With his willowing flock. With his willowing flock. Amen. Then he will clean up the threshing area, gathering the wheat into his barn and burning the chaff with He will clean up. He will clean up. Sanctification is one of the most important functions of the Holy Spirit. And when the Holy Spirit sanctifies you, you are prepared. For the second coming. Amen. Sanctification is what? One of the most Sometimes we just say fire, 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 power, power, power. And we forget that that fire comes to purify. Amen. Today, he will purify every yoke that we have struggled with in the name of Jesus. He will separate us from the trap. And will allow our spirit to float in victory. In the name of Jesus. Let's rise up to our feet. The baptizer is here. The baptizer is here. I am not the baptizer. The archdeacon is not the baptizer. All the priests that are here present, they are not the baptizer. But the Holy Spirit is the baptizer. Amen. The Lord Jesus rather is the baptizer with the Holy Spirit. You're here. You have not given your life to Christ. Sin have been a mountain.
It's time for you to openly declare for Jesus Christ. Because the Holy Spirit we are talking about is for God's children. You have not given your life to Christ. You want the Lord to move away the mountain of iniquity from your life. You want God to give you newness of life. You want to partake of this baptism by fire today. I want you to say this prayer after me. Two, you are here. You are, you are born again. But you have been struggling with sin. You have been struggling with habits which you, you know, does not please God. We are also going to pray that the Lord will break you loose from those habits. By fire, He will separate the chaff from the wheat. So that you can grow in the Lord. We are going to take these two prayers together. Heavenly Father, I thank you for your word. I thank you for giving me this opportunity. I know that it is your pleasure to save me. Your word says that when we call upon you in the name of your son Jesus Christ, that you will answer us. Lord Jesus, I call upon you today. Answer me in the name of Jesus. I confess my sins unto you. I confess my iniquity unto you. Forgive me my shortcomings. Wash me in your blood. Lord Jesus, send your Holy Spirit inside of me and make me a new creature. That thing that makes me to commonize your word, take it away from me. In the name of Jesus, every satanic spirit that caused me to struggle in my spiritual work, I rebuke you this morning. Lose your grips in Jesus' name. I denounce your work, Satan. I denounce your work, Satan. I confess that I am a child of God. I confess that I am a child of God. From this day henceforth, I walk in newness of life. In Jesus' name I pray. I want to pray with you. If you said this prayer, please, can you quickly come to the front? Let us pray with you. Please, if you said this prayer and you mean it, if you don't mean it, sit down. But if you mean it, please quickly come to the front. Let us pray with you. You said this prayer after me. God bless you. The Bible says that there is rejoicing in heaven for one soul that comes unto the Lord. And pray for all the children of God who are also standing out here. That the Lord will break them loose from every struggle that they have struggled. God will send down His fire this morning. And consume every chaff in their lives. Pray, brothers and sisters. Open your mouth and pray. Stretch forth your hands to these ones now. Stretch forth your hands to these ones. Pray. Cut the bridge that leads them back to the world. Every attraction that leads them back to the world. Let it be broken today. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. Father, I thank you for your children. Lord, I give you praise because they have answered unto you. You are the one that has called them. Lord, I give you thanks because they have come to you. Father, they present themselves before your altar. Lord, may you purify them. May you refine them. May you release fire upon their lives. Consume every chaff that I've planned to destroy them. In the name of Jesus. And everyone here who is coming to you, O oh God, in repentance. Father, have mercy. Lord, we cry that you will forgive. We cry that you will wash in the precious blood. In the name of Jesus. Renew them. Grant them your Holy Spirit. And Lord, I pray that Father... They will begin to experience newness of life. 
In the name of Jesus. Today you will fill them with your Holy Ghost. In the name of Jesus. Blessed Holy Spirit. We welcome you. We welcome you. Feel every hungry heart. Refresh every hungry soul. Refresh everyone now. Move. Move in the name of Jesus. Pour forth fresh oil. In our lives. In our lives. In our lives. Open up your spirit. Allow the Lord to touch you. Open every womb that cries for babies. That cries for babies. That cries for babies in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Receive the touch that opens your womb. In the name of Jesus. The touch of the spirit. Sickness in the bodies. I rebuke you. In the name of Jesus. Heavenly Father, as hands have been laid upon your people, may your spirit be released in abundance, in abundance into their spirit. Bring them into union and greater level of communication with your spirit. In the name of Jesus, let these hands be extension, O God, of your own hands. In Jesus' name. Receive the Holy Spirit. All those who are sick in the bodies, you are sick in your body, be it in the head, be it in your hand, the feet, wherever, any part of your body, please lay your hands there. We are going to pray. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name we are praying. Father, in your name we rebuke every sickness and disease. Lord, that have ravaged these bodies. Wherever they are, be it in the head, Lord, in the hand, Lord, in the, in, in, in the abdomen, we rebuke them now in the name of Jesus. We command them to take their leave in Jesus' name. Be healed. Be healed. Be healed. Be healed. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Because the glory is yours. In Jesus' mighty name we are praying. Let's put our hands together for Jesus Christ. <laughs>